Hey guys, thanks for joining us. We are, uh, of course, just a couple days from Labor Day, so we're not going to release a full episode on Tuesday. We're going to skip that for a week, but wanted to still give you some tunes on a snack, and so we decided we each pick three songs we like, two old ones, by old we mean from the 2000s, and then one newish one, you know, post-2010, and share them with you so you can check the show notes for links to the Spotify playlist or Apple Music playlist and check these out at full length, not just the little clip we play here and that's kind of the plan here we've done a couple of these kind of mixtape episodes before and we wanted to do another one but uh, a little shorter succinct version so chris you're going to tell us about your songs first take it away coming at you first uh this one's by the band face to face the songs i won't lie down Chris is going old school with his first pick. This is like the 90s, right? At early, early. Is it early? Noughties. Yeah, or maybe it is. No, Dude, I think 96. I've yes, got it up on Spotify in front f- of me. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, this is one of the first uh, albums that Vagrant Records put out. Like this, this was their big get in the late 90s. Um, and one of the first bands I was in went on tour with this band from Arkansas that some of you may have heard of. The band was called Spoken. Kyle, do you remember Spoken? Oh, yeah. yeah Christian yeah. Rage Against the Machine. That's right, yeah. <laughs> Isn't that funny how in the 90s everything was like, Christian, this popular band. Yeah. That was how you described them. That's yeah. right. Uh, and then there was DC Talk, which Christian XYZ, depending on the album, like <laughs> yeah. they would just jump depending from on genre the song. to genre. <laughs> yeah. Christian Chameleons. Yeah, they were chameleons. But uh, one of the guys in the band were like, I love Face to Face because all these like teeny boppers are singing about their boyfriends and girlfriends and all the Face to Face songs are about integrity and standing up for what's right, not backing down. So songs always had a fond place in my heart. Um, and then the next tune I picked is by a little band called Yellow Card. I've heard uh, of them. Because of the soccer enthusiasm in the band, rampant in the band. And the song is The Takedown. True story, Chris. I almost had a William Ryan Key song from his solo stuff <laughs> that I was listening to. It came on my playlist this morning on the way to taking the kids to school. I was like, ooh, this one might be a good one to put on there for like the new song that we're into, but uh, we would have crossed yep. paths a little bit there. So tell us, tell us why you put this on there. That would not have been surprising at all. We love Yellow Card on this podcast. Uh, I heard this song the other day. It came up randomly on a shuffled radio playlist that I had set up while I was jogging. 
Um, and man, I just noticed that my pace picked up pretty fast because you know you got that forbidden beat and uh, that melt your face guitar solo. Uh, it, it it inspired me to run faster and then um, inspired me to put some ice on my back. So uh, it's a great song. Uh, and then the last one I've got here is from a band called Man Overboard. The song is Borderline. One word. Two oldies and a newie. This is newie, uh, new being after 2010. That was our break break off. Right. Uh, uh, mark. It could still be a decade old from 2012 right. if we wanted to, but <laughs> exactly. it's newer than the other stuff. Yes, it's still two presidents ago. Um, man overboard. Uh, so I kind of heard about this band because they had these really cool shirts that said "Defend Pop Punk," um, and I started getting into them. I, I, I haven't listened to them a ton, but. I, ton of their songs just kind of stand out to me this is one that uh, keeps landing on my playlists um if you can't hear the jimmy world influence there then you're crazy that's it's they're obviously heavily influenced by jimmy world as a matter of fact that particular uh chord progression and guitar solo sounds a lot like uh the song work by jimmy world Um, i don't think they stole it or anything but it's just you know very similar you can't use the same chord progression twice. It's not not allowed. It's the a laws. law. The allowed. laws of pop punk. No, I can hear it. And I don't think I've listened to this band. So I am going to take that as a jumping off point to do so because I liked it. It's a good clip. Uh, no, they, they, uh, they don't sleep on them, man. It's a good. I band. will not. Um, I, I need to check them out next time they're in Austin or Oklahoma city. Uh, Kyle, do you want to do your songs next? Yeah, I'd love to. Okay. Uh, intro your song. Tell us what you want to do first. Uh, I'm going to do the, I'm going to do the same format. I'm going to go two oldies and, and a newie. Okay. So let's start with a song called non photo blue by a little band called Pinback. So obviously pinback kicks butt, Um, (laughs) but I picked them just because honestly, they just have this vibe. And if you listen to them at all, that that song pretty much encapsulates pinback. And a lot of the bands in the genre are influenced by pinback. As a matter of fact, uh, Sayosin, Sayocean for the real ones, uh, covered (sighs) covered a pinback song back in the day. And, uh, honestly here in Oklahoma, it's pretty rainy and dreary out. And that I, that vibe was just hitting me. What is the instrumentation on that? It's There's two super bases. In, is that what it is? Yeah. Two bases. Yeah. Do they have two bass players all the time? I think so. That's very cool. It's very, I've just, that was immediately stuck out to me. Like what is going on there? Um, but I like it and it's like a real loose sounding 
bass oh, yeah. too. It's almost like it's tuned down. It's groovy. I'm into it. Two bass players, man. That who knew that you could do two bass players and it work? They broke. They, they again breaking the laws of of uh, pop punk. Right. Pop punk I mean, you can't do right. that. Yeah, that's not normally something that works. And, and I'm probably totally <laughs> wrong. And that's just like <laughs> well, <laughs> they're probably two guitars and a bass. But I always thought that they had two basses. One of them's something low. I mean, it's either yeah. a baritone guitar and a bass or it's too i mean it's something they're both low like that but it, to, but it, we agree it's excellent no it's very cool oh yes yeah. so uh okay well the my second one my second song is kissing you goodbye by the used This further demonstrates that I need to listen to later used oh, stuff. Oh, dude. Well, okay. So, so I snuck this one in. Not, not like we're not fans of the used around here. We kissed their butt like <laughs> two episodes ago, <laughs> yeah. like all the way through. But uh, this one's special because uh, artwork, the album that this came from, turned thirteen this week. It's a teenager. Um, which is crazy, but also, uh, if you haven't checked that album out, it's, it's kind of a special album because, um, the used was discovered by John Feldman and that's kind of a big deal. Cause he's a, he's a huge guy in the scene, but this is the record where they broke apart from John Feldman. They were like, no, we want to kind of do something a little different. And they went out on their own and, and I'm a huge John Feldman fan. They're like I, I, I've never hidden that from you guys. You know that about me. But um, I mean, he's fantastic. But I mean, like breaking off from the dude that found you, and also who is just a pretty bamf uh, producer. Uh, that's that's pretty ballsy. And this al- the album is special. It's really good. So if you haven't listened to artwork, the 2009 release from the Used, you should. And the it, it does what we talked about on the Cartel record. Uh, last episode, it ends with a song that recycles choruses from the album, and it is just excellent. So I'll stop. I'll shut up about the used. That's fine. I mean, I I think that's the wise move, though. Sometimes I think you can go too long with the same producer and get in a rut. Well, and, well clearly it worked. And and honestly, they even recently, I think like four years ago or three years ago, they released one just that was totally bonkers called the Canyon and they produced it themselves and it was like recorded live. It was not good. (laughs) (laughs) It was not good. And, uh, and it was like our album people were waiting for and it, it just really didn't do it. And then they, they, uh, they went full circle and signed to John Feldman's label, big noise. And their release from last year, heartwork was with him and dude, it is a, it is such a great return to form. If you haven't listened to that one, you should. Yeah, I mean, I I think everyone's allowed one bad album, right? I mean, and, and I really think they only have one. So I think that's uh, totally fair. Okay, well, so that means it's my turn. No, no, no. My, oh wait, my, oh, you my got one newie. more. Sorry, forgot your newie, Kyle. I'm uh, so sorry. <laughs> okay, it's because I got him in the wrong order on my little button thing here. So uh. brace yourself for the awesomeness of Hippo in the Water by Mom Jeans.
It's basically the opposite of the rainy day vibe. Dude, if you if that song didn't cheer you up, check your freaking pulse. That is such a fun happy song. That's why I chose it. That that came off of their 2022 release, uh Sweet Tooth. It's it's so far my album of the, of the year. So, if you haven't heard it, check it out and both of you guys, I I hadn't mentioned this. I'm going to mention it live and direct. Um I think I'm going to come down your your way, Chris. Not all the way. I think I'm going to go see Mom Jeans in Dallas on uh, on the 30th. So maybe we should all go. Dude, that sounds pretty yes. fun. Yep. September I mean, 30th? Yep. It couldn't be a bad show, right? I mean, everything Dude. you've played oh, me no. is pretty fun. Where are they playing? That I don't remember. Some venue in Dallas. Oh, mu- uh, well, yeah, but uh, there's- Southside Music Hall. I- Okay, I was gonna say I have a I, you know I only go to shows in Dallas if they're playing at one certain venue. That's not it. So, uh, so. the Arlington, uh, the 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 football <laughs> stadium. No, <laughs> yeah. Dallas Cowboys uh, Stadium. Yeah, you're not selling yeah, out Jerry, sixty thousand seats. I'm not interested. Jerry World. Now I'll make an exception for you guys. Sounds like a plan. Okay, well, uh, here's mine, and you all don't know what I'm picking because I didn't text him before. We don't know. Uh, you have no idea. Know. Okay, well, the first one I'm going to do, uh, there is still a little bit of an overlap, even though I didn't pick a William Ryan Key song, because I picked a band called Man Alive, uh, some buddies we toured with way back in the day, so similar to Man Overboard, not to be confused, that Chris picked. Uh, Man Alive is like one of my favorite bands from back then. I think they have, it's definitely in the top, five militia group records in my opinion their album open surgery and i picked the title track uh named open surgery here we go I mean, the whole thing's just like this. I mean, it's it's like kind of this punk rock thing from Israel, but they got great melodies. Really, just they're really good at the melodies, and uh, the whole album's great. If you've not listened to it, I suggest it. Um, and that's just one little taste from that album. That's uh, obviously one of my old ones because that's albums from like 2006 or seven. Um, and uh, good dudes, uh, check it out if you have not. And uh, my second one is by a band called Sherwood from back in the day. Uh, their first EP oh. that came out. I just love that thing so much. Uh, they eventually signed. Uh, they were like the first band that signed on like MySpace records. Remember that yeah. when that happened? Uh, and they put out. Uh, Did Tom full- sign them? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's how it went down. I'm pretty sure. Um, and we also like ran into these guys like all the time. I feel like back when we were yeah. uh, touring and our friend Nate looked like their singer, Nate, it was very strange. Oh, They're both yeah, named yeah, Nate yeah. and they both kind of looked like they were kind of each other's doppelgangers. <laughs> and yep. So we always thought that was uh, also pretty funny. And uh, anyway, this is, uh, you know, what's funny is that I'm trying to remember which song this is that I made the clip for. I think this is please wait up for me. We'll find out in a second. <laughs> I'm on the ground now, but you won't ask me how I felt tonight. 
Uh, yeah, I'm going to have to get that. Kyle just oh. showed me that their latest record, Q? Q-U? I don't know how they pronounce it. An excellent record. It's a great record. I'm gonna. It's on vinyl. I'm going to have to get that. Uh, yeah, this is from their first EP, and uh, I just think... I'm sure they were like a broke band. They like captured something though on this recording that I just love. Like I kind of like the kind of cleaner guitars, great melodies, great harmonies, and they they nailed it live too. They were, um, you know, a lot of bands do the uh, the awesome harmonies on the record and then can't do it, um, but they had like three or four d- dudes in the band that could sing and uh, and always really liked this band. And this is from their very first EP from 2004. Uh, called the Sherwood EP. Um, check that out and the rest of their stuff, but that's just one of my favorite tunes from them. Uh, and then my new one uh, is by the Get Up Kids. I really, really, really like their new album, uh, Problems. It's really good. I think it's one of my favorite records of theirs, actually. So, uh, And this uh, song is called Salina, as in the town in Kansas. This is like a, um, to me, this is like a staple Get Up Kids song. It's got the grungy sound of the like distorted bass, but the kind of clean prettiness going on at the same time. It's like they do such a good job of sounding kind of grungy, but really pretty at the same time. And I love that the chorus has the line, like a sentimental fool, because I, that's what I like about the Get Up Kids. I feel like they write these really great, like kind of like sentimental songs uh, that I like. Uh, I think they, I think Matt Pryor just has some great lyrics that I am always drawn to. And so uh, they're always. still making great tunes. Uh, if you've not listened to problems, it's got just it, the whole thing's great. It's really a fantastic record. Um, and, um, I'm always pleasantly surprised when someone comes out with an album 20 years in their career. That's fantastic. Do you think Matt Pryor ghostwrites for other people? Yeah. <sighs> I, I mean, feel like he's just too, that's just a, too waste of it, too much of a waste of talent for him not to be using it. I don't know, man. I don't know I, if he I always thought ghostwrite as much. I mean, maybe he's writing songs for other people. I don't know. He should be if yeah. he's not. He's a great it's songwriter. Such a good, good um, songwriter. Yeah. It's never like a super conventional pop thing. Like Guilt Show, which I can't wait till we do Guilt Show on the on this show. By the way, um, I love that record too. But you know, a lot of the songs they're fantastic, but they don't follow a lot of like conventional pop things where it's like maybe it doesn't repeat the hook or maybe it has kind of two choruses or something strange. Um, so they do a great job of like keeping pop songs interesting. Um, and I just, yeah, problems is a great record. I, I do suggest it. Um, yeah. So we'll throw all these on a playlist. Uh, the link to that is in the show notes and, uh, you can check it out. Uh, and we'll do one of these every once in a while. You know, sometimes we just like to talk about individual songs uh we'll probably pick a a theme next time we do this so if you have any theme suggestions feel free to shoot them our way on social media at uh, finding emo pod on any of the places or you can email us info at finding emo pod.com uh we were just like why don't we just pick some songs we like uh but maybe we'll do like a halloween themed one next month or something like to do these every once in a while i think we did that last year and it'd be fun to do again um yeah, so that's it for us. Just a short little episode. We'll be back 
soon with the next full-length record, which is from Story of the Year. So stay tuned for that. Other than that, we'll catch you next time.